Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and creatures in between. Welcome to episode four of our podcast. We're going to be talking about grunge music tonight called The Grumpy Grunge Hole Tonight with my host, co-host, Maddie Morrill to my right, and I'm your host, Maddie P, on the mic. Um, first and foremost, Maddie, how are you doing? I'm very well. How are you? Just ducky. Thank you very much. You were peachy last week. But now I'm fucking ducky. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. I think you're drunk, too. Uh, no, I no, don't drink. No, Honestly, people, I do not drink. <laughs> My co-host, Maddie, does drink a little bit, but not as much as other people in this world, but he does drink. We had a couple beers tonight. I did. I had one beer. You had one. You had two. I had two. Yeah. I feel fine, though. Yeah, you I feel fine. You get, and he's, plus, he's getting his nicotine fixed. <laughs> yeah, so I'm evening it out. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking guy. <laughs> I'm an well, addict. You are, yeah. You're an addict. <laughs> <laughs> As he looks to his right, like, no, what burp. the fuck's to your right? I felt a burp coming. Oh, you felt a burp? Yeah, oh, that's we're good, right. though. We're, we're good. We're not civilized human beings on this no, podcast. No, so at all. If you have to burp, just burp. I will. Well, let's get down to it. I think the first and foremost, we're going to do the uh, tidbit metal rock news extravaganza. Is there news? There, there is, is news. To speak there of. is big news, yeah, actually. There is big doings. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, uh, I wanted to mention if, just a couple... New releases that dropped yesterday in the, yeah. in the heavy metal world. Um, one of my new favorite bands that I've gotten into the last couple of years is a band called Haunt out of Fresno, California. They dropped a, a new album last night called Beautiful Distraction. So far, so good. Yeah, I'll have to give it a few more listens and to really get a grasp on it and yeah. give you my full synopsis on it. A review? Yeah, I, yeah. I would say detail review. But right okay. now, I uh, thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. But like I said, I need to give it a few more listens. Is it a full length? Yeah, it's about 10 tracks. Oh, okay. It's uh, about 39 minutes in length. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. So far, like I said. And another one uh, from uh, Mythic Sunship. Mm. They're a little bit like, you know, psychedelic heavy yeah. metal thing going on. From Copenhagen. Yes. Yes. And then there's uh, another one, a band called Bridge Burner. The new album's called Disempath. They're a hardcore grind wow. from uh, Auckland, New Zealand. Oh, nice. Yes, very nice. Yeah. And another one to mention... There's a band called Frail, live at the House of Wills. And they're from Cleveland, Ohio, right here in the United States of America. Wow, the mecca of Cleveland. Yeah, and they're pretty good because I like yeah. their their uh, Doom yeah. uh, metal, which is like I like because I like my favorite, one of my favorite bands is Ghost. Right. So they're very up that same kind of like genre and up that alley, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, another uh, to mention is uh, Fuoco Fatua. Whoa. Uh, yeah, you. that's a mouthful. Yeah. They're from Varese, Italy, Italia. Yeah, very, uh, and they're more like the funeral doom death metal, so they're very, yeah. they're very deep. Right. Yeah, I've no, really, honestly, don't know much about them, but yeah. I, after uh, checking out this album cover, I might have to really uh, give it a listen. to Well, the album cover alone is selling. Dude, it. yeah, yeah, it's pretty fucking evil, and I really? love it. Yeah, love it. Yeah, and uh, one more for you all that listen. It's um, a night, a band from. Um, actually, Orlando, Florida, which I will be attending in a couple weeks. That's right. You told about me about eleven days. Yeah. Going down there to get tattooed and see some uh, family and friends. Yeah, wink, and some wink. loved ones. Yeah. Wink, so, wink. Nudge, nudge. Yeah, and this band's called Odd Circus. Mantha, it's their EP. Yep. Odd and their, uh, their genre is mostly experimental slash avant-garde. Avant-garde. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's not my cup of tea. No. But since I'm heading down there, I might have to give them a quick listen to on the airplane. Okay. Get something, something to, to do. By, yeah, yeah. yeah. On that long flight down to Florida. Yeah. Florida. Florida. Yeah. Florida. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's uh, so that, the quick little tidbit on what dropped yesterday. I mean, okay. I'm sure there's a lot more, but I could spend another hour talking about what dropped yesterday. But yeah. that's not what we're doing tonight. We're going to no. focus mainly on the grunge era, which we're, is one of my favorite genres and Maddie's favorite genres. Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah, we're going to deep dive into grunge and into a grunge hole. And my co-host Maddie has a little tidbit for you all that's very, very important and close to our hearts. Take it away, Maddie. What happened almost... Oh, that's right. Many, so, many moons ago. Yes, we're on the anniversary of someone's death. That would be Kurt Cobain. Oh, yes. He died April 5th, 1994. April 5th. Which is a couple days away. Which is a couple days from when we were recording this. 27 years ago. Wow. Mr. Cobain would be 54 right now. Yep. Died under weird circumstances. We won't get into that, but... Well, I don't we, know. You want to push me into that? Well, we could. We've, we've, I think everyone probably has seen the Soaked in Bleach documentary about I'll the, be honest, I haven't. Oh, I, I know about it. it. Okay. You have seen it. Oh, okay. That's right. You didn't see I it. I haven't seen it. I saw the movie uh, that Michael Pitt was... It was called... I forget the name of the movie. It was on HBO. It was an HBO film in like 2006. Really? Michael Pitt starred as Kurt Cobain, supposedly. I'm using air quotes. Oh, okay. I don't and, think... I, um, Michael Pitt's a great actor. Yeah, he was in the Bulwark Empire. He was great in that Great show. Jimmy Darmody. Yeah, great love, show. He, yeah. What sucked is that... I know we're getting off the subject. Who gives a fuck? What, Tangent what, City, baby. Yeah, what I love about that... The only thing I disapprove is that right. he was on the only basically two seasons, and they killed him off. I heard he was an asshole to work with. That's the story. I don't know. That's what I've heard, yeah. Uh, but it was, was a great, great show. I love that. That was a... The, yeah. Unbelievable show. Yeah, it was really good. I love um, it. Nucky Thompson played by yeah. Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. Um, but yeah, so... You want to talk about uh, Mr. Kirk Cobain? I think we should give it a, a, a man. It's not like a big anniversary, 27 years. It's not like, uh, you know, the 25th well, of three, three years ago. 30 years is approaching three more yeah, years. Yeah, but, um, but I I mean, in terms of grunge, I mean, I think we're going to talk about that tonight. There's different different bands. Subdivisions that, yeah, of Yeah, uh, and different bands that, you know, really didn't like that whole grunge tag either. Not to be confused that. with Subdivisions, the album by Rush. Or the song, yeah. Well, the song, well, subdivisions, course, the yeah. Album, yeah. But there are definitely subdivisions. But anyway, um, do you? Re- I remember where I was when I heard that Kurt Cobain died. You probably don't, because you were very. Young. I was only ten. Yeah, <laughs> I was twenty. Twenty. Look at that. Yeah. Where I, were you? I I was I think I was driving to work. I used to work at a movie theater, and I was going to work. <laughs> I was twenty. Don't give me that look. McDonald's. I was twenty. <laughs> Love that job. Hey, Still good. the best job I ever had. I know. But uh, sure. yeah, I remember uh, I was listening to uh, remember um, FNX. Do you remember WFNX? Yes, great station. Julie Kramer, yeah, yeah, oh. and uh, broke the news. At that point, they had just found a body. They didn't know where it was. It was very creepy. I remember being real disturbed. It was like a, it was April. It was kind of that creepy time of year anyway, like yeah. dark and uh, yeah. I was uh, it bothered me. Did it? I think it was like a loss of innocence. Because sure I love Nirvana. Yeah, it definitely bothered me. Yeah. yeah. You were 20 years old, so you were still 20, young and impressionable. I was still young, yeah. And Very I loved Nirvana. It was, you know, I hadn't lost any, like, we hadn't really lost, like, a music guy in a while at that point. I think it was somebody, like, you know. No, it, I, I understand it what was, you're saying. Uh, yeah. But that was, uh, that was how I found out. Well. And so we're on the anniversary of that, so. Yeah. Approaching, which yeah. will be Monday, technically. Right. But right. since this is our podcast before the show, we have to mention it. Yeah. And it just so feels right we have a, to mention it since so we are talking about grunge. Yeah, kind of a sad anniversary. But, you know, I don't know how long uh, Cobain would have been around anyway. Seemed like a a guy with problems and issues. Well, he, and It wasn't. He had a lot of problems and issues. Yeah, so well, It was well documented. Right, right. But he left <laughs> his mark. 
But oh my pr- god, that the short time he was on yeah. this earth, he left a huge impression. Right. Right. It was only like what, three years? It smells like Teen Spirit changed the face of music. It did. Literally. As we, as we discussed in hair, hair metal, metal essentials. Right. Which I like to just call hair essentials. Yeah. But we don't we don't need to backtrack. No. Well we, we to what kind of piggyback off that though, Maddie sure. Boy. Piggyback the fact away, baby. That, that song pretty much killed what maybe momentum that maybe the hair metal was trying to become yeah. again. Yeah. So to speak. But Nah, he said, Kirk Cobain's like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. I'm putting out Smells Like Teen Spirit, and I'm going to destroy you motherfuckers. Yeah. That's what he did. Well, the great thing about that album, it was so professionally produced. It wasn't like, you know, it was a, it sounded like a, it had the same production as like a hair metal band, but it was completely a new genre of music. You know, it sounded great. It wasn't like this low fidelity punk album. That, no. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Rancid or something. Yeah. Well, no, they sounded good too. Yeah. Are we you sure about that? I love Rancid. Okay, good to know. Big, I didn't know you knew. That. I didn't know big, that about big, you until right big now. Big Rancid fan. We're learning a lot. Ruby Soho. Yep. Uh, Out come the wolves. Great yeah. album. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard that in a long time. Awesome album. Yeah. I don't know if that's grunge though. No. No, you can't call no. that grunge. It's you, punk. We talk about because you mentioned how the punk album. It's like well, a, that came out in the wake of like Green Day and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, this is breaking news. We uh, uh, we may have lost DMX. I think at this point he's still in a. Uh, he's in. Uh, he was in a coma. He's in life. He's on life support. Oh, yeah. he's he's dead. As of recording, as they say, oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, poor DMX, fifty years old. But you know what though? Uh, I just uh, we're gonna. I'll spend a minute on it. Just sure. give me the, yeah, give go me ahead. the floor. Absolutely. DMX was huge in my middle school years, and I really loved him. I, I mean, I'm a huge metalhead and a rock guy. I, it's well documented so far on this, these podcasts. But I got to say, just a quick tidbit, I loved DMX and that Rough Riders anthem. Oh, my God. When that came out, it just fucking hit me in the face like a Mike Tyson punch right to the freaking... Like a gut punch. Oh, my yeah. God. And when I first heard the song, I was like, I think I was in, like, I don't know, seventh grade. Yeah. You know, for sake of argument. Right. And oh my God, that. Dun, dun, stop! Stop! Shut up now! Hold up! Stop! Like, oh my God, Maddie. Wow, we don't need DMX anymore. We got. We got Maddie Boy! <laughs> Maddie X! <laughs> yeah. Not to be confused with Maddie 10. Mm. But yeah, so that's all I have to say on that. But yeah. Well, Jesus Christ. That was let's good. hope for a speedy recovery. Yeah, from... I mean, I don't want to wish the man yeah. dead, but fuck, no. man. Take care of yourself, bro. I know. Yeah, co- cocaine issues, I think. He admitted as such. <sighs> What's his real name? Do Honestly, I don't know. No, no, no. I really don't care. No, no. He put out that Rough Riders anthem. That's all I need to know. Yeah, that was it. Life changed. Life changed. Dude, that was like, I, that's all I listened to for like a month straight. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I did. I had a yeah. little rap phase in my day. Yeah. As we but all have. I'm still a metalhead born yeah. and bred. You know, you got to dabble with other, yeah. So anyway, that's our uh, music news. I don't think there's uh, much else going on. No, I mean, no. there's not really much I would like to document, but... Yeah, okay. But since we're going to be talking about grunge tonight, and I call I like to call it the Grumpy Grunge Hole <laughs> podcast. That's why, the name of the episode. Why grumpy? Oh, like... they're just so... It was a miserable... Yeah, it was just a true. miserable, depressing yeah, genre. Yeah, it was, right. But I love it. Yeah. I don't care. It doesn't make me depressed when I listen to it. No, not at all. And not, love, not all of it was. Uh, no. A lot of it was. But A lot of it was, especially Alice in Chains. Yeah, that's true. But since we're going to be talking about grunge tonight, yeah. I think well, it's just only fitting to start off with Nirvana. Okay. And now that, you know, it's an anniversary approaching of Kurt, Mr. De- Mr. Kurt Cobain's death. Yeah. I want to get a little uh, controversial here because oh, that's what please. I do. And that's yeah. how I am. Controversy away. Yes. We both <laughs> know that Kurt Cobain had his issues. 
Right. He wasn't a saint. He had his demons. We all have our demons. I'm speaking from the heart here. But you can't sit here and not tell me that fucking that piece of shit, white trash, fucking bitch, Courtney Love did not have something to do with this. Absolutely. At least bringing him down that whole heroin path. Yeah. Yeah. And making it worse. And it just was fitting that her band name was Whole. Yeah. Well, isn't there the whole rumor that that whole... He wrote that whole album. Yeah. Yeah. But if you look at the song credits, yeah. it's, it's all like she gets credit for it and right. the other band members get title credit right. for it. It's not. Co- it's common sense that if anyone has a, a normal, like, even somewhat of a brain, yeah. you can tell like that was his writing his style. You, get, you can hear it. But yeah. you know, when they did... Um, I think it was like after he died, that song Malibu. Yeah. By Holt was, she actually wrote that with some other help. And it was about Kurt's ventures to Malibu for his rehab. Oh, was that's it? That's what I it's didn't about. Know that. Okay. And um, so, yeah, that's what that's technically about. And I feel like obviously it wasn't her at the steering wheel right. writing that song, but she wrote some of it and she obviously got help. Yeah. You know, well, maybe from Pat Schmear, maybe, who knows? Billy Corgan helped her write. Some of that album too, I think. Yeah, she's so always he, had people helping her. Yeah, she's yeah. not. She's not you talented. Know. No, she's by not. any means. And has she been heard of since then? I no, mean, no. She did some. Uh, I think she did like a small cameo in some movie in the nineties. Didn't yeah, she? she did. Yeah, she, she acted. For yeah, a while before, vaguely acted. Yeah, I like to call it. She sucked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she like she's a white trash piece of shit, and you know, look, <laughs> no one. You are getting controversial. Yeah, tonight. she is. Fuck her, and you know what, Maddie? Fuck her. And honestly, though, <laughs> seriously, I, agree, I feel like that if anyone ha- disagrees, you know what? It's my opinion, but still, fuck you. <laughs> wow. I just feel like, no, seriously, it pisses me off because he was such a – look, it, doesn't, it takes two to tango. No one pointed a gun in his head and said, you got to take this heroin. He was – yes, he was persuaded. He was peer pressured. He did it. No one forced him to do it, so to speak. Maybe – we don't know. But I feel like he could have been like, you know what? sweetheart or whatever the fuck he wanted to call her or whatever he called her he could have been like hey bitch i don't want to take this fucking heroin yeah but he still did no he was a, he I went think down he, that rabbit hole i think he would have been a junkie even if he wasn't with yeah her. so it's not it's i'm not put placing all the blame in her right but i can still call her a piece of shit trash bag that she was and is well if you watch that documentary you'll be convinced that she had him killed because the way just the forensics and everything it's convincing I forget the whole argument now that I haven't seen it in three years, but you watch it, you'll be convinced. I'll check it out. You'll be convinced. Yeah, I'll have Soaked to, in I'll bleach. I'll check it out for yeah. sure. But, I mean, uh, in terms of the, the biggest grunge band, in air quotes, that they would have to be it, right? They were That sold millions. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, they were the most popular, I think, because yeah. of just how Kurt, what a figure he was. Yeah. What a, like, uh, presence he was yeah. for that short time he did. Yeah, form and was on stage and did live shows. Right, but personally, my opinion, my f- best, my favorite grunge band is Alice in Chains. Okay, just because the way that uh, Lane Staley and and Jerry Cantrell harmonized. Yeah, by far they, I think they were the best. Har- they were the best and the best harmonizing band. I don't think any that. of them harmonized. No, except them. I think of Soundgarden, they weren't harmonizing. Chris Cornell was great. We were rest in peace. On his own, he didn't need to harmonize. No, yeah. and he was a hell of a singer. Right. I just think, not saying Lane's a better singer than Kurt. I mean, sorry, Chris, but I think, my opinion, Lane Staley had a more of a deeper. He could had a bit more of a range. Where Chris could always sing high, but Lane could sing high too, but yeah. Lane could sing really low if he had to. 
Best, you know? pure, best pure voice, I think, of any of them was, was Lane. Lane Staley. Oh, my By, God. Yeah, what definitely. a brilliant voice. And then Cantrell. And yeah. just a great lyricist, too. Right. And with Jerry's. Jerry wrote right. a lot of the songs, too. He did, yeah. Without Jerry, there'd be no Alice in Chains. Let's just be no, honest. No, no. But um, if, anybody, if, when, if anybody just wants a recommendation, if you get a chance, check out that 1996 MTV Live Unplugged. 96. 96. Oh, I said 86. I'm 96. I'm sorry. 96 Unplugged Live. Correct Unbelievable. Yeah. Unfucking real. Probably the best Unplugged. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Even yeah. better than Nirvana's. Hmm. That's wow. You just said it could I, be the best. Yeah. I agree. I didn't even think of the Nirvana one. Oh, well, I disagree I just, with you completely. I just schooled you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love the Nirvana one. That's iconic. Oh, my God. But yeah, second it would be Alice in Chains. Yeah, I think yeah. Alice in Chains. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, just, ta- it's it's a, a taste thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was never into Alice in Chains much at all. Really? It's funny. I never really got into them. I yeah. fucking hate you now. I know. I don't blame you. I don't know why. They just never quite... Go fucking meditate. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to after yeah. this. <laughs> Look, I love my buddy Matt, but sometimes we will, you know, it's just bound to happen. We will disagree. You told me you wanted more controversy well, Yeah, we podcast. will. Yeah, you we wanted more to. disagreements. Well, I'm bringing the controversy. I, I'll well, tell yeah. you how it is. I'm very blunt. And I'm just going to just disagree with you on everything now. But if you feel in heart, you have to go ahead. I That's do. what you yeah. have to do. No, I, I you feeling I, froggy. Jump, bitch. <laughs> Who's that? This is my quote. Oh, I thought was, I thought you were no. quoting like DMX the or fuck, something. Dude, you, you discrediting me? <laughs> I don't. I just wondered. <laughs> I thought maybe you were quoting someone. Yeah. So, um, where were we? Yes, yeah, so we were talking about Allison. We talked about Kirk, um, Kirk Cobain going into Nirvana, and then obviously his death, and now Allison Chains. Uh, obviously Soundgarden. Yeah. Uh, Pearl Jam, Mud yeah. Honey. Um, um, Jesus Christ! Days of the New. Oh yeah, okay. really good. Really jump. Yeah. Um, yeah. Smashing Pumpkins. I, they. I was doing a little research. Yeah, they do lump that into. I don't though. I. Yeah. Well, it's just a little. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah. you have any like recollection? Well, I I I did a little research and because I, I always wondered where grunge might have come from the whole term because I thought and it did become like a marketing thing. Yeah. Because none of the grunge. You ask any of the grunge bands, none of them like being called grunge bands. You really? Can, yeah. Oh, Kurt Cobain didn't like it. Uh, Pearl Jam never liked it. Yeah. But apparently, which I did a little research, it was uh, it, the term was coined in 1987. Uh, the, you ever hear the uh, record label Sub Pop? Very early. Uh, no, in, I have not. Okay, there were a lot of like. Well, uh, the band Green River, which comprised. Uh, uh, Stone Gossard from uh, Pearl Jam. Okay. And uh, you mentioned Mud Honey. Yes, Mud Honey. Uh, Mark Arm was the lead singer of Mud Honey. Mm-hmm. So that was, this was like an early, early uh, grunge band. So he called them grunge. Yep. And um, so that's where that came from, which I was I didn't know. So that that was enough. And then the the media kind of picked up on that, and then it became a whole. But grunge was definitely um, a regional thing, like all Seattle, Washington area. Yeah, well, that's where which, it originated. Which is isn't it? like kind of rare for like a, a music. Then that which, that's where it originated, right? Yeah, yeah, and pretty much all the bands were from Seattle. Oh yeah, yeah the so majority. It's weird that it would be like a regional thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's Seattle, Washington was the mecca in the hub of fucking grunge. Right. Yeah. Right. And I want to just uh, add up something. Sure. When I mentioned Days of the New, Travis Travis Meeks, Meeks man, what a hell of a fucking voice yeah, he had he did too. Have a good voice. Yeah. Lot of, now he had a lot. Of, he was in out of rehab too. Yeah, he was. In and that's why the band didn't last. But um, yeah. they put out a few good albums. Like Weapon of the Wound was a, a okay. great song off, of, I think, Days of the New 2, Yeah, I believe. I don't know much about it. Oh, Days my God. That song, yeah. Weapon in the Wound, is yeah. amazing. If anyone needs has never heard of that, please check it out. It yeah. is 
absolutely fantastic. And that's later. Yeah, later it was like grunge. 95, 94, 96, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. 96, 95. Are they still around? No, Travis no. Meeks has been in out of rehab. Okay. I think he's doing we, fine. We could talk about why every grunge band has a heroin problem. If I feel like that was just Do you know about Do you know about Mother Love Bone? Yes, <clears throat> Andrew Wood. He was one of the first to go. That was the whole um, Temple of the Dog was written about him. But you know what's funny though? Days of the New didn't come from Seattle though. No, they didn't. Okay, they came I didn't from know Indiana. That. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. They came from Indiana and okay. they formed in '94. Well, you don't have to be from Seattle to have a drug. No, problem. I know, but it seemed like that's what it was. <laughs> I fucking chooch. <laughs> there, there it is. <laughs> I had to call him a chooch know, once on this it. podcast. Whoop! There it is. Jeez. Whoop! Scoop! There it is. <laughs> The yeah. cho- chooch alert. The chooch alert. We're going to have a chooch whistle. <laughs> chooch, chooch. <laughs> the chooch, chooch train. <laughs> the chooch, chooch whistle. I need, you know what? I need to develop, I need to get a, uh, we need to get a sound effect, man. We should, we will. I'll get we a sound will. effect. We will. Get a sound effect for the chooch whistle. I will. I'll get a whole so machine. So, whenever, anytime you become a fucking chooch, we, which, sound, we sound the whistle. Which will happen. Which will happen yeah. quite frequently. Yeah. And we will sound the whistle, people. Turn the chooch level up. Yeah. <laughs> Chooch. I'm a chooch. Yeah, you are a chooch, but I love you. But yeah, boy, I mean, what, what a, has drugs ever been tied in with such a genre like grunge and, and heroin? Like it goes hand in hand. Yeah, it's weird. It isn't, you know? Yeah. And yeah, now that I'm thinking about yeah. it, and that you mentioned it like a month, a couple minutes ago, right? Days of the New actually broke up on stage while they were performing live. Oh yeah, that does. Sound in nineteen, I'm sorry, in 2014. Is that that's on YouTube? Yeah, and it's, okay. it's a true story. So that's that's fucking funny. What what transpired? Does he just walk off? Um, or do they? Well, yeah, it was in. Um, it was funny. They announced a breakup on the stage. Yeah, and um, they considered alternate rock, but slash grunge. And it's funny they fall they fall apart months after reuniting for the summer. So they reunited for the 2014 summer tour, oh, and they okay. broke up on stage. So again. Travis Meeks, the frontman, was reportedly dazed and incoherent at the at their September 6th show in St. Louis. And I guess the bassist, Jesse Vest, was announcing the end of the days of the new while they were still on stage. And that's oh, how it wow. happened. Wow. Again, Travis yeah. Meeks fucked it up. Yeah, these guys get these drug problems and just never... They either die or they just... Uh, yeah, very rarely they come out of it. No. It gets their claws in them. It gets their yeah. hooks in them. Yeah, once it's like a female. Once she gets that claws in your back, <laughs> I know it's, you're in fucking trouble. She's not letting go. Yeah, she's not letting go. She, yeah, <laughs> I tell you, there's a lot of women like that out there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. Am I right, guys? And they're local. <laughs> local yokels. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Did you? So who? So Allison Chains would be your favorite. My uh, favorite grunge. by far. Okay. My personal favorite. Yeah. Yours you, was. Nirvana, probably, probably Nirvana, with a close second being Soundgarden. Yeah. yeah, Pearl Jam to me, I like a. Don't get me wrong, I like a lot yeah. of their songs. Yeah, and they're very talented group. Eddie Vedder's a great frontman, a good singer, good vocalist, good lyricist, good you know whatever. I just feel like they just weren't. They didn't always. They didn't do it to do it for me like yeah, Alice in Chains did. You know, we talked yeah. about in a, in a previous podcast how yeah. there were certain bands that love always left an impression and a mark on you right. that changed the face of music. And right. to me, Alice in Chains and Nirvana were the top two. Whereas yeah. you know. Led Zeppelin was in the heyday. Pink Floyd, The Beatles, yeah. Metallica, Tool. Something right. about Pearl Jam. They just didn't quite have like the, 
the balls or something. I don't know. Yeah. Just didn't like, you know. And they and they made a lot and they've made a lot of great music yeah. throughout the years and they sold right. out shows and, and venues around the country and the world. But huge band. I just feel like um they have a huge following. Yeah. And I respect yeah. that. But it's just not one of my favorites. No. No. I always felt like uh Eddie Vedder was uh I don't know, a little overrated. Yeah. Singing wise. I'd agree. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't deny the catalog, but. No. But yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you wouldn't rank, uh, you wouldn't call Smashing Pumpkins grunge. No, I I call, I call like alt. Yeah. More alt. But they're definitely like. They warped into that that category. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, But with. Pearl Jam, right? They, you know, they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now, and rightfully so. They agree. I agree. They deserve it. Um, but Eddie Vedder is very, like I said, he's overrated to a point, but he's not like extremely overrated in my no, opinion. No, and then not unduly overrated. No, right. definitely not. Right, definitely not. Um, so I agree with you that yeah. I mean, top three, without a doubt, are Alice Chains, Nirvana, and Soundgarden. Yeah. Then the rest just kind of like spoke out from there. Right. You know? Right. So. Have you seen any of these bands? I saw Soundgarden when they reunited in 2000 and I want to say 14 or 13. Okay. That was it Mansfield down yeah. at the uh, Xfinity Center. Okay. Used to be the old Great Woods and then yeah. the Tweeter Center, it's gone through the Xfinity Center. Nine different names. Yeah. God yeah. forbid they Whatever can't just bank keep... is currently yeah. sponsoring. So as soon as yeah. it's probably going to be uh, Eagle Bank. Eagle Bank. Give <laughs> you those stupid commercials. Yeah. <laughs> the worst commercial jingle ever. Eagle I Bank. I hope people that listen to us around this country, obviously I'm not going to get what we're saying, but the people that live here in Massachusetts, especially the North Shore, are rolling on the floor right now. They, I hope they're, you best be rolling on the floor, boy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I grunge is a huge genre and a huge part of my musical life. Yeah. Um, not my favorite genre, of course, but... No. Um, well, maybe second. Yeah, I'd say second. If you had to pick one, yeah. I'd say prog Afterward. rock is my number one because Tool, obviously. And then, oh, okay. Uh, you go to grunge, and then it's a top, then then it's like two. It's like two, then like two B's, like yeah, like heavy metal, right? Thrash metal, death metal, you right. know, all into that category, right? Um, but yeah. So what there's just th- so many things we could, you know, we we can discuss and there's just endless endless topics and and just things that branch out yeah. from the grunge genre right the grunge scene right you know why in your opinion like grunge is always associated with like long you know slimy you know hair and like flannel flannel yeah. and ripped jeans and yeah. belts hanging loose and chain wallets and shit like that i think the early guys were wearing that stuff like the melvins you ever hear of them yeah like of course you, yeah yeah uh, bob yeah I think they did wear that stuff, and then it became a marketing thing, like everything else. Like the hair metal thing became a marketing thing. Yeah, the grunge thing, and yeah, like I said, none of the. Uh, I don't think anyone liked that term. I don't think bands don't like to be pigeonholed. Bands don't like to be in a certain. They want to yep. be their own thing. You know, they don't want to be a part of a, of a, marketing ploy. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I hear you. You know, I hear you, brother. I, I don't think any of these bands that we mentioned would consider themselves grunge or ever did. 
It wasn't like a badge of honor with him. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I just remember, uh, I mean, Cobain certainly hated it, but he hated just about everything when it came yeah, to like. He was a uh, miserable fuck. Like, you know, music journalists. And, committed suicide. Yeah. No, he was killed. Yeah, he was killed. He was definitely killed. He was definitely killed. Watch the watch. The it's show. a conspiracy theory for sure. Yeah. I already know. I, I don't yeah. know. The, obviously, I, you can we, you watch it and you make yeah. your own right. synopsis or thesis. Right. But at the same time, just from what I've read and seen in, in interviews, def- definitely, yeah, Courtney Love has a lot to do with it. <laughs> but we already, I already vented on that. Right. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, yeah. I am wusad. Right. I've already breathed, breathed. And, br- and took breaths, and I'm letting that go for now yeah. until something else irks me, and I'll right. just ramp again, ramp up again, and go Rawr! right. Yes. Okay, so what do you? Well, now, Alice in Chains was your favorite. What do you think your favorite grunge album? If you had to pick one. Oh Jesus! Um, I mean, Jar of Flies. Oh, nice. Okay, of Alice so in Chains. Keeping with the outfit, oh my yeah. God, yeah. That was an EP. Yeah, yeah. Six, seven songs, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Excellent, and um, just. Did oh you like God. their first album, the uh, Facelift? Yeah, it was Facelift. Facelift. Yeah, that's great too. That's I mean, a good one. that's yeah, unbelievable. With um, that they were great on. Well, the, that's uh, that's when they had um, they had I think Dirt was on there. Oh, okay, um, right. What else was on there? Jesus Christ. There's so many, like, oh, my God. Do you remember- yeah, that was with uh, Man in the Box and the Rooster. Right, right. And um, do you remember, um, now, here's a thing that, uh, do you remember Singles, the movie? The bass. Yes. Yeah. That yes. was a great soundtrack. Oh, my God, yeah. Terrible movie. Great soundtrack with Matt Dillon in the grunge attire wearing his flannel. Have you seen the movie? Singles I have a long, yeah, time, long ago. time ago. Yeah. So I don't know... I mean, I'll have to rewatch it just yeah. to like get a you know yeah, better a understanding movie, again. Great soundtrack, yeah. Pearl Jam. Um, that a uh, wood is on that by uh, Allison Chains. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it so is, my were, brother. They were representing in that. Um, but yeah, that whole, whole movie was trying to like represent the scene, the grunge scene in Seattle. So you can you know you could see the marketing moving in. The whole marketing thing, trying to keep the you know, make a movie out of it. And, yeah, represent it. I mean, I have to say, Jarrah Fly's yeah. facelift was probably one A, one B because right. you know they had you know Man in the Box, Sea of Sorrow, Love Hate Love, you know Sunshine, Confusion, Real Thing, you know We Die Young, oh, which yeah. is a hell of a song. Yeah, what a way to open up the fucking yeah, album. Yeah, you know, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then obviously you know just they had the Alice in Chains with. Uh, you know, heaven beside you again. Oh, over now. Yep. It's over now. Oh yeah. Oh my God, that is one of the best songs that really highlights the harmonized between yeah. Jerry and Lane. They would harmonize in every song, right? Majority, it's, yes. Yeah. But that song, over now. Oh yeah. my God, especially the live unplugged. Yeah. Woo! Right. Ear gasmic. What about Mad Season? Mad Season was great. River was Deceit. Good. Yes. Holy shit. What's the real long one on there? It's, a it's real... like 11. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, you, now you put me on the spot, man. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean Ass to Ass fuck. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, sound, wait. Sound the whistle. <laughs> Chooch. Chooch alert. Beep, <laughs> beep. <laughs> that's the sound. That's the that's temporary chooch whistle. <laughs> Until we get a real chooch. Until we actually get an actual real sound effect. Yeah. Now, who was in Mad Season? It was, it uh, was obviously Lane. Yep. Uh, I think it was the drummer. What's the drummer's name from uh, Pearl Jam? 
Matt Cameron? I think he was in it. Okay. I think he was in it. Okay. And um Oh Matt Cameron, I'm sorry, was in Soundgarden originally, but then he he's in the new Pearl Jam. Um but I forget who the uh Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's him. It was obviously it was labeled as a super group. A lot of grunge super groups because Temple of the Dog is a Yeah, so Lane Staley was a vocalist with the guitar. John Baker Saunders was the bass. Even Mike McCready was in it for a little bit. Yeah. Uh Chris Cannell vocals for some obviously songs. Uh Duff McKagan was in there. He was in Mad Season? And Mark Lanigan. He Ooh, was. Ooh, that's a great band. Do you, do you like the Screaming Trees? Yes. Awesome. I'm not a huge fan, but no. they are good. He had a great voice, too. He did. Just weird, but... That's all right. I forgot about good. Screaming Trees. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the principal members were uh, Mike McCready, Lane Staley. Uh, oh, it was Barrett Martin of Screaming Trees. Oh, yeah. And um, bassist John Baker Sanders. They only released one album... And it was in March of 1995. Mad season, yeah. Yeah, River Deceit, man. Ooh, shit. Yeah, that was great. Well, it's funny because, and then just uh, since we were on the subject of, you know, deaths and, yeah. and whatnot, Lane Staley was also uh, found dead. Yeah. And um, he obviously, you know, drug overdose. And it was on April 19th. Oh, it was close. And- yep. Wow. And uh, Stanley's uh, mother gave um, Seattle police permission to kick in the door to the singer's condo where they found an 86-pound Lane dead wow. on his couch. 86 pounds? Yep. Because he was only 100 pounds when he was alive, right? <laughs> yeah, soaking wet. Yeah. Wow. And it's fucking crazy, right? I think there are pictures you can see of that, but I don't think you Yeah, it's something no. you, it's, it's definitely wow. not something you want to look at. Literally just wasted away. Yeah, he was... Uh, he was a little older, right? He certainly wasn't. Yeah, he died. Actually, oh my god. Yeah. But they. So, oh my. It's it's <laughs> it's scary because look, yeah. if you do the math. Yeah. On April nineteenth, that's when they gave. That's when the mother gave permission. Right. Right. But technically, he died. Oh, I think I'm. Yeah. On April fifth. Wow. Of two thousand two. Remember that because he eight probably, years later. Yeah. From Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Did they ever speculate that it was a suicide? It was an overdose. And maybe he, but maybe he shot himself up with a lethal dose on the date. Were well, they, it's 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 well, it's believed to be estimated that it, he died uh, on April fifth, so eight years to the day that it's believed Kirk Cobain committed suicide. That's what I'm saying. I think maybe he he was uh, he did that intentionally. Were they friendly? I uh, yeah, they weren't like best of friends, but they were acquaintances. Yeah, because um, there was always like uh, animosity between some. Like I know uh, Nirvana was never a fan of Pearl Jam. They probably behind the scenes. They yeah, and it's funny. Family. Many of uh, cl- many of uh, Lane Staley's closest friends and family f- long feared for his death. Yeah, because he, you know, he uh, was health was in it was dire straits. He'd grown visibly pale and emaciated in recent years. He also become highly reclusive. So that was all signs of him just yeah. pulling away from everyone and no one yeah. was going to die. I don't think anyone thought Lane Staley was going to live a long life. No. Yeah, it's amazing that he lived as long as he did. Yeah, and that April day of 2002, that dreaded day finally came. Yeah. And I remember I was in high school. I heard that, and I was yeah. heartbroken because I loved Alice in Chains. Yeah. In high school. I listened to it for like a couple of years straight. I was listening yeah. to Alice in Chains and Metallica and Tool. That was like my three go-to bands, though, that couple of years. Do you want to talk about Stone Temple Pilots? Do you think they're grunge? Um. Yeah or no. There's some attributes that yeah. consider them grunge, I'd say. Yeah. Um. We all know who knows about 
also, I mean, sorry, uh, Sultan Pals, Scott Weiland, yeah. who's now also dead, yeah. rest in peace, was another fucking lunatic, skinny, scrawny, fucking yeah. heroin, dramatic, <laughs> drug addict. All heroin. Right? All bi- yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's just littered throughout the grunge scene. I wonder if it comes with the territory of the music, or maybe it's a Seattle thing, right? Yeah. I think it's just, there's a lot of heroin in Seattle. It's crazy. The Pacific Northwest, just a dark very rainy not lots of sun no kind of just breeds heroin yeah. addiction and as i'm sitting back here just yeah. kind of like recollecting and i'm thinking to myself right, as right. i'm you know because I'm, I'm staying a little quiet i just it's sad because it is i just wish these guys knew what they had what they brought these guys i don't think these front men these men didn't realize the, the effect that they had on people like us, right. like you and me and right. other people in this world that relied on their voice in their songs to get us through tough times, yeah. through shitty times, right. through horrible times, through tragic events, through uplifting events, all the above. These guys helped me through some toughest dark times yeah. as they did for you and other right. people in this universe. Right. But they, I don't think they ever really comprehended that. It's the, what's the word? It's the... <laughs> It's it's the curse of being like that talent. They don't. I don't think they realize that. It's, you know? I don't think it's. I don't think it's even. It passes through their no their brainwave no or whatever. It I must just, be. Well, it must be weird to be in that position. The pressure. You know, you hear it all the time. The pressure to succeed and all that. But you, but, you know, what's funny. Remember, yeah. like, kind of off the beaten path. Remember sure. that band Creed. Yeah. Where Scott Stapp would kind of like sound like Eddie Vedder. Oh, yeah. And try to like mimic a little bit of right. like Lane Staley. Right. But let's just, let's just, let's just put this to rest right here and now on April 3rd, 2021. Sure. At around 1018. Yeah. That whoever's listens, listening now, who will listen. You won't, but yeah. They will never, and it only reinforces me and other people that know the talent of Lane Staley, the talent he was, like yourself, Yeah, you know. There was and would only be one Lane Staley. Yeah, sure. So people can try to mimic his voice and sound like him, oh, but yeah. no one will ever be like Lane Staley. You won't give St- Scott Stapp his props? Fuck <laughs> Scott Stapp. I, I never and if you're listening, treat. Scott, fuck you. They had some good songs. With arms wide open. <laughs> it was like, you could have put uh, Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish in there. He, he is a fun. good guitarist, though. Mark Tremonti. Yeah, he's on the band Alterbridge. Yeah. With, um, who's the... Singer? Miles Kennedy. Miles Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah! I think it's good that Mark Tremonti has gotten out of the, the whole Yeah, I'm glad step. he got out of that, yeah. that fucking... Because he really is a talented guitarist. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, hell, he's really he's a good awesome. guitar, he's he's a awesome. guitar player. Yeah. He's not the best, but he's... No, he's... He's very talented. He's really good, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm a fan. Are you a fan? Uh-oh. Yes, of Mark Tremonti. <laughs> chooch. The chooch alert. <laughs> That's the best sound effect he can do, people, right now. It's the only sound effect I can do. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, I, I just, it's sad that heroin is just tied in with the grunge thing completely. Well, I, I think so. It's just because it goes hand in hand, yeah. right? Foot in foot. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, it is sad. Just like you say, we you know they don't. I don't think these guys realize. They don't think the, they really made. The, I think they don't never realize the impression they made for true, people like us. True. You know. I think they just get caught up in their addiction and they yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, now, 
Soundgarden. Chris Cornell. That wasn't heroin, though, right? That was prescription. He was depressed, and yeah. I think a prescription. And I think ultimately he succumbed to his depression and is uh, willing to. Did he? He didn't. Was it asphyxiation? Oh, that's true. I, yeah, it was. I, they, oh, they, he, yeah. They performed a show in Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. And that night he went back to the hotel room and killed himself. Yeah. So it was a suicide. Yeah. 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 But brought on by. Uh, and then what? A year later to the date, Chester Bennington did it. Was it a year? I think so because yeah. they were best friends, and he was like, "Oh my god, my homie Chris Cannell is dead, so I got to be dead." And then, like, that's, would you agree that committing yeah. suicide is such a selfish act? Oh, the worst. Yeah, it's the worst selfish act you could ever commit. I think Chris Cornell did it in like a in like a spur of the moment thing, and because he's one of those guys, if he had it to do over, I would say he probably wouldn't. Yeah, I, the, would... I think the wife has come out and blamed the prescriptions he was on. And yeah, he was just not as right. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a planned out thing. But Chris Cornell was kind of a dark dude. But I don't think. Uh, yeah, he, I don't think. He, if you saw him in person, you saw him in interviews. You never really got that from him. I never really no, got that vibe. from no, Chris Cornell. No, like a suicide vibe. Yeah, yeah. like Cobain. Whether you believe it or not, he did seem like he would probably kill himself at some point yeah well know? maybe you thought about it but it wasn't something you always thought about yeah you know when you yeah. saw Kirk Cobain right but now that he's been dead for all these years That's you're talking true, about yeah. oh my god 30 years coming up yeah 2024 yeah wow did somebody kill themselves because Chester Bennington killed no it pretty much stopped right there right like it didn't keep going I don't think so no I hope not because <laughs> that's such a stupid fucking ignorant selfish thing to imagine do. if it just kept going yeah yeah it was like a, a domino effect yeah where every year someone's like okay Chester Bennington died on this day Kirk uh Chris Cannell died on this day we have I have to die on this day yeah to keep the to keep the pattern going speaking of uh, we can go into a little like rock and roll suicide thing do you want to go into a little tangent if you want to do you know Badfinger? We've talked about Badfinger. Yeah, we did talk about Badfinger. Yeah. I know the band, yes. Do you know the story of Badfinger? I do not. Oh, okay. Well, there was uh, one main uh, songwriter. It was Pete Ham. Pete Ham. And uh, they're ma- they were notorious. They had an awful like record deal, and they were you know they weren't making any money. So he killed himself. He hung himself in 1975. Wow. And in the suicide note, he mentioned the uh, the manager by name. He said, "This is completely on so and so." Wow! And then three that's years, cold. Yeah, like he mentioned him in the suicide note, and then three years later, the other guy in Badfinger killed himself, and he wrote in his note, "I, I want to join Pete." So that's a a twofer. A twofer within a three years. Within yeah, within yeah, sad, very sad story. I mean, I, I mean, but you can go down the list of yeah. like you know. Jimi Hendrix, Amy Winehouse, you know, well, those Pat, Janis suicides, Joplin, but yeah. just people dying at well, the yeah. age and, right. and, you know. But these are actual like, suicides. Yeah, 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 I get it. But yeah. sticking to like the, the heart and the soul of uh, grunge, okay. I feel like... You didn't like my diversion, did you? No, I think the... No, no I, honestly, I think <laughs> the diversion, we can, we can probably... Personally, my opinion, yeah. I think we could talk about another day. We can probably do that in like okay. maybe like another tidbit, like another 15-minute okay. segment. Yeah. We talk solely about okay. the suicides. Okay. I figured since this is really called the grumpy yeah. grunge we'll, hole. We can, we'll circle back. You know? Yeah. I feel like but it, I feel like I know what you're getting at. Yeah. Because I, I know we talked about Chris Cornell. But right. the reason why we're talking about Chris Cornell because these are grunge icons. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Badfinger and... Peter Ham, yeah, not so much. No, I was. But just I, go, I was going down going a suicide tangent. I just wanted to mention that, which yeah, is fine. Going on tangent, it's good. Yeah. People a little yeah. tidbit, a little taste of what right. will come right. in the future on an episode of our podcast, right? Which is right now called Scrap Metal, by the way. Whoever's yeah. listening, 
Um, that is a name for we're keeping for now, and it's most likely temporary. But um, just wanted to give you the heads up that that's what our name will be for the time being, uh, Scrap Metal Podcast. Your host, Maddie. And again, to my right, Maddie. Hi. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi, guys. But um, yeah, so I just want to clarify that again. Just, you know, give it a little quick uh, update during the podcast. You know, Maddie and Maddie, our podcast is temporarily called uh, Scrap Metal. Okay. So yeah, with that having said that, back to the whole uh, nitty gritty of grunge. Grunge. Okay, here's a question. Sure. Are there any grunge bands now? Like, who, what was the last? I don't want to put you on the spot. No, you're you, the I spot. mean, would you say there's any like? There's no bands that fall under that classification anymore, right? Uh, I mean, like the classic grunge. No, there's no. a lot of bands now. Like, the average air, or I'd say the novice air, yeah, would say, "Oh my God!" Like. These bands that just scream and holler and talk about killing and evilness and this yeah. that like like that's that's like that would be like the evil death metal grunge era because like yeah. it's so violent and it's so just depressing. It's like who wants to listen about that shit? Yeah. But that's again that's to me that's just death metal. Yeah. That's why it's just called death metal. And grunge was never metal. I think grunge was kind of like a no. reaction to metal. Yeah. No, grunge yeah. was right, right. That's grunge is definitely yeah. a, uh, I would say, like a, a subdivision of right. metal and a, a different version of different version of metal, but it wasn't yeah. heavy like a thrash metal, speed metal, you know, extreme metal. No, it was very slowed down metal, and tuned metal. down. It was very Sabbath influenced and uh, yeah. yeah. But to pose your question about the new age grunge, yeah, I don't think. I don't think they're pushing anything. Is that right? Because I don't think uh, I don't think that would sell anymore. Whatever's left for record companies at this point, anyway. I don't think they're trying to push the whole, unless it's a nostalgia thing. Yeah. But yeah, what would you think the grunge era was? Probably from early '90s to maybe early 2000s, and then that was pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I honestly, um, it's tough for me because I don't yeah. think there's anything to honestly say that I'm thinking about it that right. I would categorize as grunge. At this point, yeah. But, I mean, because you talk about how Dave Grohl, yeah. when Nirvana was done he yeah. went to Foo Fighters that's right. more like alt rock yeah yeah. You you know, like, I feel like it's yeah. a new that's, I would say if you want to categorize new era classic rock right. that's Foo Fighters right right you know so grunge as a as a genre just kind of petered out or they just called it something else they yeah I'd say grunge. yeah but then again if you think about it there's it's mostly alt now. I think it'd be if you yeah. call it, it'd be alt. Like right. there wouldn't be like no more like best like typical like grunge bands like we had. Like if, if it was, it's like how hair metal tried to make a comeback. Like yeah, what if it's like, you know, you know what I'm saying like I don't think there would be that way again. Right. You know I don't think right. it's it's possible to re- recreate. You can't no. reinvent the wheel. Why try and reinvent what? Right. Like you know, grunge was done. It was a huge impactful era. Right. And, you know, so probably summed up the '90s, much like hair metal summed up the '80s, right? I would, wouldn't you say? Yes, I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can't recreate an era, so no. All we can do is listen to the the albums left in its wake. 
the ashes of the wake. The ashes of the wake. <laughs> Great album, by the way, from Lamb of God. A little off subject. Yeah, that's okay. We can go off subject. We can Just go right off roading. Yeah. So, do you think, uh, in terms of, uh, where would you rank it against like hair metal in terms of changing uh, music, changing the landscape? Probably had more of an impact. One thousand percent. Yeah, grunge by far yeah. to me, in my opinion, right. is more impactful than hair metal. Right. You don't hair like metal it. was just like we talked about our last podcast. Yeah. Hair metal was just like it was a it was a fad. It was right. like right. a minor like four to seven year fad where people could put hairspray and have big hair, and men could put makeup on and wear heels and tight leather pants, and it was fun. It was cool. It was like sex, drugs, rock and roll. That was the that was what it's all about. Now that's a good question. Do you think because it doesn't have like serious lyrics and quotes that it didn't? I'm just asking. I I, I agree with you, but. I wonder why it's not considered like, because the the music wasn't as serious or I think it wasn't yeah. as, wasn't as meaningful. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I think yeah. it was just like disposable. Yeah, yeah. Like you, like songs like yeah by the rat round and round. Right. Um, it's, it's 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 basically like a love rock right. song, and it was like a hair metal like rock love like round right. goes around comes. It wasn't like it meant. <laughs> It wasn't like I can sit that, listen to that song and go, wow. Right. I can relate to this song. You couldn't. <laughs> right. Right? Right. You could relate more to a, uh, uh, a Rooster by Alice in Chains. Yeah, because that was about <laughs> Vietnam. That was about Jerry Cantrell's father. <laughs> that's right. I know. He's yeah. It was the Rooster. I know. Who's hard to kill. It's great. Yeah. I love that. Oh, one. my God. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, my opinion. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Yeah. No, I agree with you. By the way, I'm just you know why why don't we give uh, hair metal more? But yeah, the, the lyrics were just kind of disposable and didn't have much uh, significance socially or whatnot. Well, it's funny because you mentioned yeah. the Melvins earlier. Yeah, they had some. I think they're having a new release coming out this they're year. They're still they put out an album almost every year. Yeah, yeah. a huge influence on Nirvana, on Cobain. Yeah, they've been around for a while, and they just keep putting out albums. I mean, I don't know. Have do you have you heard them? Have you listened to the Melvins? Yeah. No, I haven't. To be honest, pretty you know. fairly heavy, more punk, but but um, yeah, definitely heavy. You you'd probably like them. You'd give them a listen. I think the well, I I'd say stuff that I mean, stuff that I would say that I remember yeah. now. There's a band called um, oh geez, what was the name of that band? Nine. Oh shit! Sorry. Nine Black Apps was a band that came out like wow. four or five years ago. That really? was like kind of like grungy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nine Black Apps, and there was one called um. Now it's actually coming back to me now. Daylight. Now I'm thinking about it. Oh my god, Daylight Haven or Daylight Super Haven, something like that. So did they like promote themselves as like a new or? Yeah, just, I think that's yeah. what they kind of fell into. It. Yeah. Like I think it was what like other critics. Okay. We're categorizing them yeah. as. Do you know who they call the Godfather of Grunge? I do not. That would be Neil Young. Really? Yeah. Oh, you that, way back in the seventies. I yeah. know who Neil Young is. Yes. Yeah. No, but that's interesting that that he because uh, we didn't really talk about like the uh, influences on grunge. No, but, we didn't. Yeah. And you, yeah. But that's more Pearl Jam, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Neil Young had a, a period in the late seventies where he was uh, more electric and more uh, hey hey my my. 
Yeah. Do you know that song? Yeah, I do. Yeah, which was very live. It was very like that grunge guitar sound, very distorted. And now, kind of, he and wore flannel, I think, too. Well, yeah, he did. Yeah. And certainly just, in the sev- early He really 70s. had that look, though. He, he did. He, he really did. did. Yeah, yeah, he exactly. had the appearance, man. He really did. He was badass. Yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, the question I pose to you. Okay, fire away, baby. Matthew. Yes. What, for you personally, okay? okay. For you personally. Okay. What... Was it about grunge that just made you fall in love with that genre? Um, probably the, my age. It was like 18, 19 when it came out. So it was like primed for that. I was like right in that. I, I just, I, when Nirvana came out, it was like so different. It was. It was like, yeah, it was almost like cliche now. But the video for Smells Like Teen Spirit was like that whole look. Yes. Yeah. The whole look of the video. Yes, yes. Yeah, that whole look. Yes. Did it for me. I think I had gotten into Bad Motorfinger before that, though, before uh, yeah. that came out yes. in 91. <laughs> You're being a douche. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm cutting We like to have fun off. over here. We have fun, people. You know what? We don't give a fuck. We love this. We're passionate about it. You don't really want me to answer the question. I really did. But after a while, I was like, eh, he's kind of just like lost me. <laughs> I don't really have an answer. No, you did. No, I loved that. I loved all that stuff when it came out. Good. It was. Uh, no. What about Bad Motorfinger? You like that, right? I'm not a big fan. No. It wasn't something I would be really I'd to on a okay. regular basis. You never got into Soundgarden then. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's uh, it's our super unknown. It's Alice in Chains, okay. and then a tie between Soundgarden. And oh, all right. But you didn't like me. Bad Motorfinger. The well, the album Rusty Cage. Yes, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, album okay, is yeah. good, okay. but it's not like. You know, I yeah. feel like well, Rusty Cage and um, Rusty Cage is my favorite song off that album. Yeah, but I love what Kurt, Chris Cornell did with Temple of the Dog. Oh, okay. He did All that right. song "Don't Call Me a Dog." Yeah, was on that. It's like the sixth track on that album. Oh, okay. Holy shit! Yeah. In my opinion, I think his best vocals performance of all time. Yeah. You call me a dog. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. my fucking head. Yeah. Listen to that. I like Say Hello to Heaven better, yeah. Great song. Yeah. But I think Don't Call Me a Dog, his vocal sh- vocal performance just shines to the top yeah. above anything he's yeah. ever done so far, ever. To yeah. Yeah. My opinion, people, but if you want a chance, just listen to it, and you'll yeah. be like, holy shit, you'll be like, yeah. it'll be, ir- it'll be a, your orgasmic moment. Right. Have like you, I had it. Have you ever heard the Mother Love Bone stuff? That's early stuff. Yeah, yeah I good. have. I not to be uh, no. to be honest. I've never really dabbled really in depth with yeah. that. But I'd say it. I respect it. It's another piece to the puzzle of grunge. Yeah, and I agree that it has influence on a lot of people and a lot of other artists and, and bands that you know follow was, suit. So to he speak. was the first one to go. Yeah, Andrew Wood. Yeah, yeah. Not to be sick with was Andrew WK was that? Oh yeah, <laughs> remember him? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Let's party. Yeah. Party. <laughs> yeah, he was a nut. He is a fucking nut. When we like to party. <laughs> okay, I expected we, it. I expected more out of you, <laughs> Maddie. And, and you just party kinda, hard. You just gave up on me. Right <laughs> when there. we like to party, like, I was like, okay, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. You and put me nothing. on the spot. I loved Andrew WK. For it's coming. <laughs> and nothing came. After that. Yeah. So uh all right. 
What? <laughs> Do you have anything else for me? About Andrew WK? Well, in general? No. Uh, <laughs> I, no. I, do you? Have any? Well, I was oh, going to ask you, buddy. <laughs> well, I think we uh, I, I think we covered it, right? Yeah, I mean, do you, I personally think that, to me, like I mentioned before, grunge is a huge genre in music right. and whole, whether it, it surfaces all around. I feel right. like I don't, whether you're into country, you're into... EDM music, you're into uh, rap, you're into classical, you're into country, you're into, like I said, country, you're into yeah. Latino, fucking urban Latino. Nobody's into that, yeah. You know, like the Jay right. Blavin shit, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever, whatever you're into. Yeah. You have to respect the forefathers of grunge and how grunge yeah. came about and it made an impact and came on the, it just fucking bombed into the scene. Right. Like right. a fucking freight train. Yeah, it was huge. It was yeah. huge. It sold a lot of records. A lot of albums. Albums, yes. <laughs> album sales. I still call them albums. And a lot of flannel, too. A lot of, yeah. Yeah. There was These companies that just make flannel shirts. Yeah. Was, yeah. That was the And look. I have to say, though. Yeah. Flannel has made a huge comeback in the last three or four years. Has it? Yes. Flannel shirts. Have they? Yeah, I, I have know a few that. of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I they're comfortable. They're warm. Yeah. And they're good for the winter time. And well, that was the whole thing. Like all the lumberjacks in Seattle warm. So yeah. that was, yeah, that was the. Yeah. Hey, and then they, they turned into a whole marketing thing. To each his own. Well, that was the whole thing too. Like the same flannel that you could get for like ten bucks, they would charge it at like uh, now, you, seventy dollars. That you made a good point that a lot yeah. of Seattle lumberjacks. Do you think there was a lot of like Irish lumberjacks in Dublin, like <laughs> Alvite? That fucking chooch, Alvite. Do you want to explain who Al White is? Al White is the, one of the biggest fucking chooches you'll ever meet in your life. That's all I got to say. Irish chooch. Irish chooch, that fucking drunk fuck. <laughs> wow. That's all I got to say on that. That's all that needs to be said. That's all that needs There's to be said. There's nothing more that needs to be said. Nope. <laughs> You've said your piece. I did. So with having said that, moving on from Al White. <laughs> but grunge, yeah. to me, made an impact in my life personally yeah. just because... How when I just how I related to Allison Chains and Nirvana yeah. and Soundgarden and how I can relate to to some dark times and and you know I wasn't in middle school I wasn't really popular yeah but in high school I became more popular playing sports right. and, and and then just adapting who I was figuring yeah. who I was and growing a personality and be more outgoing yeah yeah but even then I was shy. still like shy and quiet right now I'm just a fucking lunatic yeah I know now I can't shut you up yeah you can't shut me up I wish you'd do heroin just to quiet down <laughs> <laughs> wow that's got really dark and no, slow not, uh, not a lethal dose just yeah. to you know mellow you out a bit <laughs> I'm kidding I don't want you mellow no please this, this is who I am you lead the podcast you fucking love me for who I, I am do. people right I need you to be uh Upbeat in the podcast because we don't want two of me's in the podcast. No, no. If any bitches living listening out there, you gotta love me for who I am. That's right. That's how it goes. I, you, bet, you best. <laughs> you best be. You best clarify, girl. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, grunge was huge for me. I think it's a soundtrack of my uh, you know early early twenties, yeah, late teens, yeah. When you're working at the movie theater, <laughs> working at a movie. By the theater. way, what movie theater did you work at? Um, do you remember the uh, the one next to the Liberty Tree Mall, the one and two? Yeah, the cross the street. Yeah, right. Like, next was like off the, off of one twenty eight north. Uh, no, that was the one through six. The one right next to the mall. Uh, remember the ground round? Oh my god, the ground round. Yes. Yeah, I worked at the the one and two for oh, years. Jesus Christ! My formative years were at the uh, 
at the movie theater. Holy shit balls. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Did you ever go there? I probably saw you as ticket. a kid. Maybe you yeah. let me in as a kid. I, I was like 12, did. going to see like Ninja Turtles or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I carded you. Yeah, you carded me. I didn't think Get you out of here, you little yeah. t- teen fuck. <laughs> yeah. You, you were like, I'm going to be your podcast Host. partner in 20 years. Yeah, co host in about 20 something years or so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoever thought we'd cross paths. I know. So to speak. History has been made. Yeah. The rest is uh, scrap metal history. Yeah. Like I said, good point. Yeah. Good reference. That right. is a good plug. Scrap Metal is the name of my podcast. Yes. Temporarily. Temporarily. But if not, we'll stick with it. Yeah. Like I said, I want to just uh, reiterate from other previous podcasts oh. that we are taking suggestions, criticisms, yeah. you know, pinpoints, yeah. uh, topics, anything you want to throw away, yeah. please comment, uh, write to us. We really should start put like put up. We should have our own email or something for yeah, this podcast. We, will. we can we will, people yeah. can reach out to us, right? And we can or we can well eventually. People, we will. Uh, I'll get to the bottom of creating an Instagram page and a Facebook page for this podcast. Yeah, that's the way. This will how we market it, right? So if anybody has any criticism, suggestions, yeah, just if you want to throw us a middle finger emoji, say Matt sucks, Maddie's a fucking chooch. Yeah, go ahead. We don't care. We love the we love the criticism. We love the tenacity. We love the vulgarness. We love the vulgar display of power. <laughs> that was a good little plug there, there for was. Pantera. There was. But yeah, so like I said, just remember what I said. You've got a mouth for war. I'll keep uh, reiterating it and bringing it up each podcast just to you know re- refresh people's memory. But that's what we want. That's what we look for. And we will. We I promise. In the future, we will have all those outlets to get to you. We just don't want to be ignored. That's the big thing. Yeah. Just give us any comment you have. Seriously. Yeah. 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 No, we're like, we're not even like, no bullshit. No. We're, Maddie and I are being completely downright serious right mm. now. We, ex- we, we warrant and accept everything mm. that you want to throw our way. Yeah. Good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah, definitely. So with having said that, just to reiterate one last time. We will, in the future, coming towards you and near you, we will have a Facebook page, an Instagram page that you can uh, uh, reach out to us Yeah, in some sort of fashion. Right. Needless to say, FYI, or sorry, sorry, AKA an outlet to yeah. get to us. Yeah. Not just on the comment page of our uh, podcast that we post. Right. Right. But Maddie, um, I think uh, just to wrap it up, yeah, I'd say that grunge has made an impact again on both of us yeah. and a lot of people yeah. in this entire world, planet, atmosphere, yeah. universe, whatever. Yeah. And I am very, very happy to say that I am a huge grunge fan mm. and a grunge head. Not as much as I am like a metal head, but I, it really made an impression for me and it got me, like I said, through darkest times and some really bad times and some rough times and all that, all the above. And um, even though it didn't get certain artists through those times, yeah, 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 no good weird. point. Yeah. That's a good, uh, yeah. good way to look at it, I guess. The ultimate sacrifice they made, yeah, and yeah, it, I love it. Yeah, and I, I do too. Yeah, I'm glad. We, that's why, we, like, we share like all the same, yeah, you know, similarities with our music tastes, right. and, and choices, and, and right to whatnot. You know, even whatnot. though we might agree on little key things, but yeah. Yeah, we, little yeah <laughs> things as you shake and tremble at me right now. Just minor stuff. <laughs> minor shit. Minor stuff. On this sad anniversary. Of, yeah, yeah, of a Mr. Kurt Cobain. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. Fuck you, Courtney Love, you piece of shit, white trash, <laughs> biatch. You, you killed him. You killed him. You, you fucking killed him. killed Kurt. 
With that said, uh, Maddie, thank you very much. Thank happy you. Easter to you and your family if you celebrate such. Um, and people who are listening, happy Easter. Uh, be safe. We love you all. And take care of each other. Good night. Good night.